Hey guys, welcome back to Funny Blunt Truth. We're on episode 13. We have a very, very special guest. I'm a, I'm a total fanboy. Uh, Mr. Devin Larratt, the Canadian Superman, WAL heavyweight champion, reigning, uh, and legend of the sport of arm wrestling. Devin, I want to say hi to the, uh, fans out there. Hey, good to meet you guys. Happy to be on the show. Awesome. It is like a, a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Don's also on a podcast, of course. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll kick it off. So, um, Devin, uh, how did you even get involved, like, with arm wrestling? Like, what's your story? Like, how'd you fall into it? Right. So, uh, always loved arm wrestling, uh, right from, you know, really, really far back. Started with my grandmother when I was, like, probably around five or six years old. Did it all through school. Um, didn't really know it was a real thing. If, <laughs> if, you know, wasn't really a real thing. It was something I loved to do. And then I went out west and worked oil field. Met like a serious arm wrestler. I was like blown away. I was like, oh my God, you are doing what I want to do. Let me follow you. And uh, it's kind of a funny story. But I, basically he took me under his wing uh, and showed me that at that point, the underground culture of arm wrestling that was mm -hmm. back in like 94. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like flyers meet at this location in two weeks. There's going to be a tournament. <laughs> Nobody knows <laughs> about it. Yeah. Totally, totally cult stuff. And, but then I kind of got tied into that world shortly thereafter, you know, the internet kind of picked up. It's all out there now. I mean, mm -hmm. type in arm wrestling, you know everything you want to know. Yeah, it's definitely like a growing sport. Um, it's not as like well known as the traditional, you know, like baseball, basketball and stuff. But I've always been a fan of anything like strength related. Like uh, I'm into weightlifting. <clears throat> I trained MMA for some years, like mixed martial arts. And uh, arm wrestling 100% interests me. Like I think it's an awesome sport. Uh, it's so... To me, it's like so primal and like a basic form of competition. That's how I view it. It's, it's awesome. Like the most awesome handshake ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one for the quote wall. <laughs> so, um, Devin, so arm wrestling to be successful in it, like, um, is it a pure strength thing or is it, is it strategy or it is a, a mixture of both? I, I say all the time that it's, it's a miniature martial art. You know, a lot of people have the mindset that arm wrestling is really a strength sport, which it is the same way that fighting is a strength sport. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't see too many weak fighters out there the same way you don't see too many weak arm wrestlers. Some fighters are stronger with less technique. Some fighters are, have better technique and they're not so strong. So it's a fight game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think is more important, though? Um technique and a skill or just being like super powerful well they're both great like i mean arm wrestling develop both sides right like if you can tell me that i can have more strength i'm always trying to get stronger it's a hard <laughs> it's a hard thing to do can't hurt no oh no it's a great thing right yeah uh, and, and that's got its own unique set of challenges that go along with it and and then the technical side, and that's why you have these old, old champions in arm wrestling, like me. <laughs> Even older than me. There's champions who are like 70 years. I'm talking world, yeah, world top 
like a 25-year-old Russian cyborg is not beating this 70-year-old dude who looks like a garden gnome, you know? Uh, super old man strength. <laughs> now, do you think well, that – you, not to interrupt, but do you, do you think that's a facet of, of the sport itself? Because in some in some circles, uh, John Force, he's a uh, like a, a drag racer professionally, but he's older and he's out of shape and he's one of those guys that still wins. But he even said, he goes, it's just a four-second sport. Is it, now, I'm not saying the same thing about arm wrestling, but do you think the reason you get 70-year-old champions uh, still to this day beating the young guys is because of, uh, of the way the sport is? Well, I think that there's a lot of things that make arm wrestling special. And I think that everything that, you know, when you focus on, like, a sport, I think that you learn lessons that are true and applicable to anything in life. And I think that when you never, ever stop chasing a goal and you don't have interruptions, like you don't get injured, you can go a long way, you know? Like, yeah. uh, arm wrestling is very heavily focused on all of this, right? Mm-hmm. The hand, and, and there's so much connective tissue in there. And that connective tissue takes so long to build. Like, uh, it's not like muscle. Like, you can, guys can get strong really quickly, but I find that uh, these gnarly muscles in the forearm take a long time. But like, your hand over the course of 15 years, 20 years, will thicken, you know? Mm-hmm. Not the same way, you know, your pecs or your glutes will get thick from doing squats or something, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like Definitely. martial artists, um, you know, their knuckles, they get like calcium deposits like on their right. face and well, knuckles. Right. Oh, there you sometimes, go. You know, sometimes it's a bit too much. So, so can you actually go over the surgery that you just had about yeah. like what, what, what caused it and, uh, and what they fixed? Yeah. So, um, I mean, most guys, are, I'll just say right off the top, competitive sports are not healthy. I would agree with that completely. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm a a big fan of of fitness, but I know that if I really just wanted to be a healthy, healthy dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be competing at the level. But I I love, I love competing, and this is a part of it for me. Mm -hmm. And I, and I fully am on board with all of this. But so um, everybody kind of typically has a problem. Uh, in, in, in arm wrestling that's going to present itself. Normally, I'd say elbow is the most common. Some people have wrist issues. Some people develop shoulder issues. Like, I'm talking chronic. Like, I'm not talking like a guy, like, blows his bicep or his pec. I'm talking, like, over the course of, like, 20 years, like, there's something with your alignment that's going to present itself. With me, it's the elbow. And what it is with me, it's not soft tissue. It's just that the joint is going to be under, it's going to be under like a constant, uh, stimulus, we'll say. Mm -hmm. Right. And that stimulus is going to tell it to reinforce, Mm -hmm. just reinforce, reinforce. And and that can be good to a degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, but what ends up starting to happen is, you know, when you reinforce for like 20, 30 years, (laughs) what happens is, uh, you can, and this isn't always the case. Some guys, some guys don't have a problem with their elbows. Me, I do. Uh, the calcium will start to interfere with blood flow because it'll grow so much that the blood will start to have a hard time pushing through, and it'll start to interfere with 
your nerve flow, so you won't be able to hit the same way. Like, just there's just a general compression to the area. Mm. Uh, and that's the big problem. You do get a loss of range, which isn't a big deal in arm wrestling. Arm wrestling is a pretty closed range sport for the most part, but that loss of range will atrophy your muscles a little bit as well. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are all bad things. Mm -hmm. So I had it done with the right, uh, about two and a half years ago. And it took about that long for me to get my joint tightened back up again, because the ligaments will be kind of all used to having this big area to go around. And then when you mm -hmm. take all that out, you're kind of wobbly, yeah, you know, yeah. unstable. It, it makes now, sense. It makes sense not to not to jump in front of you here, but I just recently had a, a tear in my wrist in the cartilage in my wrist, um, and then inside of that tear developed a cyst, and that yeah. interrupted all kinds of business going on. Like I couldn't I couldn't type, I couldn't move, I couldn't lift anything, I couldn't even pull like you know how you're just cooking in a saute pan on the uh, on the stovetop. I mean it's it's severely limiting. And then when they pull it out, I had to deal with atrophy afterwards because I wasn't right. using it for so long. Is that something you find as well too? Like that you worry about because you're in a, a professional sports? Like I'm not. I sit behind the desk, so <laughs> I got it easy on recovery. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, the thing that I really learned about um, sports is just like having a kid. You know, like once you have a kid, your life is forever off balance. You will. It will never be perfect like the way you want it to be, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, managing a broken body is the same way. Like people have these expectations of, you know, I need to be 100%. Well, that's never, ever going to be the case in a veteran mm -hmm. athlete, you know? Like you are always going to be managing and, you know, you know, making sure you can show up as best as you can, but there's always going to be issues. So you're never going to be a hundred percent at, at yeah. your level. No way. Oh, you never, you never a hundred percent is like this imaginary number, but you're always, you know, you know where you want to go. And, and like from all this experience, from all this injuries, from all this learning that you do along the way, it actually can help you like, you know, get to a better number, but a hundred percent is, is crazy thinking. Now, now, um, do you find that's a difference between good competitors and great competitors? Because you have that way of you're saying manage it and get on top of it, whereas other people may just be like, I'm done, you know, I'm tapped yeah. out or, or it's not worth it or they don't train as hard, whereas you're trying to compensate in other fields. Yeah, I mean, that's where experience comes in, right? And I think that as you get up to the top, like the guys that I'm facing, typically most of them are mentally really, really strong there's very, very few head cases at the top level of any sport. I don't think, I think most, by the time you get and you're placing, you know, high and anything where they're paying you, like, yeah. I think. <laughs> they're really seasoned. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got your game pretty tight. Yeah. Now, Devin, um, like I said, I'm a fan of yours, so, like, I follow you, and uh, I know that injuries um, actually are a good thing in your case because, um, you know, I've seen inter interviews with you where you talk about how, you know, you have an injury and you can't hit a certain way. So you work on other aspects of your game. Yeah. So uh, it's almost kind of a blessing in a way in your case, right? Yeah. You have to always be reframing it, right? Like you always have to make whatever is going on a positive thing, right? It's very important. Crucial with life. <laughs> it's so important, right? So – yeah, so that's that's actually uh, 
every time I've been injured, I always try and stay focused on where I'm going in the long term. You know, I feel like the the maintenance and selection of the aim must always be number one thing on your mind, right? So I don't try and lose track of where I want to go. And I just go a different direction if my path is blocked. That sounds very much like a Bruce Lee quote. You know, it's like from Enter the Dragon, you know, shoot for the moon, you know, yeah. keep your eyes on the prize think, type thing. I think it's it's one of the fundamentals of uh, the practice of war or something like that. Yeah. Sun Tzu? I think it's the, I think that one's from the uh, the English. I think the English actually use that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Donna off air, Devin, uh, how cerebral you were, and I'm sure that like um, a lot of arm wrestling has to be like psychological. It has to be a big part of it, you know, not just like physical. Yeah, of course. I mean, this sport it, it's an art, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of unpredictable parts to it. And there's a lot of real base concepts that you want to wrap your mind around. People, uh, I find that there's different levels in arm wrestling where people get their heads at. Like, I feel like when people first kind of get into sport, they're trying to execute these movements. And then they start to give names to these movements. And then the further along people go is people are just trying to do concepts, right? And it's... uh yeah, you need to make the person come to you. Mm-hmm. You need to get around a person. You know, very simple, simple thing. Do, do you do you approach people differently knowing oh, their personalities? Oh, very, very much. Yeah, everybody is special, right? <laughs> well, I didn't That's know if you have like like one person you know is more intimidating or whatever the case is. You know, Ayrton Senna was an old, I don't know if you know anything about Formula One, but they said half of his magic on track was the fact that everybody was terrified of him and he kept that persona up. That is so important in arm wrestling. It's so important. Reputation is an amazing, amazing thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, if people think you can do something, it will totally fuck up their game. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if, that's, if they that's, just, that's exactly what it is because everybody would see him coming in the mirrors and they would just go, oh, well, it's him. I'm not even going to challenge. And whether or not he was going to have any problems, he just did it anyhow because his reputation preceded him. It helped him out. Hey, right? Reputation is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Yeah. yeah, Devin, when you uh, not to cut you off, but when you come to the table, you just you're just so confident and and like cool, calm and collected. And, uh, you know, with some of your matches, some guys are like super amped up and they're just being like the brutish, like intimidating guy. And uh, it's amazing to see you just like take them out, you know, super calm and collected. Well, what I've found is, you know, the root the root of this whole thing is it has to be fun. Right. Like it has to be has to be fun. If I ever find myself getting too pressured up, mm-hmm. I always try to take a step back and I'm like, this is arm wrestling. It's not a big deal. And if I'm not having a great time right now, then why am I doing it right? And I do. I have a great time. So it always mm-hmm. kind of comes back to that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that kind of keeps my head in the right spot, you know, mm-hmm. like just enjoying it, you know? Mm-hmm. It has to be a huge part of uh, your success because um, – I mean, just the way you deal with the pressure, because you're regarded, you're like the number one arm wrestler, like in my book. Um, and, um, well, you know, even, anybody, on, even online research, not to jump you off, pretty much has them down unequivocally. <laughs> I mean, yes. just from this stuff that I've been looking up doing homework before the show. 
yeah, every time he hits the table, everybody expects him to win. So, uh, I mean, your mindset has to like really help you with that pressure. You know, nothing helps mindset like having your homework done. You know, <laughs> there's really, there's really no getting around it. You can, you can fake it sometimes, mm-hmm. but real confidence is built by doing the work. Preparation, huh? Yeah. Like, the way it works for me is I generally respect, I have a very high level of respect for all my opponents. And that's why I do so much homework. You know, like every day, multiple times a day, I'm trying for these guys. I think about them all the time. I, I live with my competitors in my head all the time, you know. <laughs> and um, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I outwork them. That's, I think that that's the main thing. And then by the time I get to the table, I just, I just know I've done more work. I just know I have. And, and, I, and that feeling is really what gives me the confidence to perform. That's like a true competitor statement. Uh, you've prepared, you've prepared, you've prepared. Yeah. You, you know your grounds. You know? And that's, I think that's, that's one of those. It's a sign of when you see highly competitive people um, that are at the top of their game. I think a lot of them are like that, studying every aspect, you know, looking at every variable, watching every video they can get their hands on. You got it. I mean, it blows me away sometimes that I go to these tournaments and people don't know like who people are or I'm like, how, how do you not know this? How do, you do, you, not- do you think that was something that helped you go from maybe at the amateur stage to a professional stage? Is that work ethic? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember way back, when I was now it was a different game when I got into it like things were much more close hold like if you got into a good club um you know people would teach you but it it wasn't like it is today like there's so much information out there now um I had some really good coaches at the beginning of my career that kind of kept me on a good path but I mean every time I go to a tournament I, I typically would lose and I would just replay it and replay that loss over and over in my head. And whatever happened to me, I would find a way, I'd make a piece of equipment to, to make that pressure. So if I went back to that guy in the next tournament, it wouldn't be that same way I'd lost. And this is very common with arm wrestlers. This is you know, one of the things people do. That's why when you see arm wrestlers in the gym, they're normally doing some crazy stuff and people are like, what are you doing? You know, yeah, that's, that's super interesting that uh, arm wrestlers have to kind of uh, create their own equipment and, and develop techniques like uh, training techniques with like regular gym equipment. It's coming now, though. You see more wrestling equipment online. There's getting to be some good stuff out there. Um, so, Devin, speaking of uh, your opponents, like uh, who would you say if you're comfortable with this, uh, who would you say is like your greatest like rival? You know, there's so many tough guys, and, I mean, I can name all the greats, but I'll tell you, I don't really think about it that way anymore. I used to have guys that I was shooting for very much. Uh, I feel like I've lived through, like, when I got into this sport, I feel like that was kind of an era of tournaments, random tournaments all over. And but you kind of knew who was who, and you were trying to beat that guy at this tournament. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I lived through this long period of one-on-one arm wrestling, uh, and I very much had my targets when I was doing this one-on-one kind of thing. 
But now I feel like we are in the era of the WAL. And that's all I care about. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not really, to me, it's not about the guy. It's about winning a hammer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And anybody who's standing in my way is, but I don't really see the people. I see the tournament. It's very different training for a tournament than training for an individual. Very Mm -hmm. different. Um, So really anybody who's going to that WAL tournament or in that WAL system, that's my enemy. <laughs> Seek and destroy. Yeah. I'm like a Terminator. That's awesome. That's an awesome mindset. Now, hopefully they hear this podcast. They'll go running and screaming. Like, I I love to, anybody who's going to WAL, I'm coming to hammer you. Right. <laughs> Speaking of peeing themselves, I would have peed myself um, if I would have had this guy in front of me. Uh, the Mountain from Game of Thrones. I saw a video on YouTube where yeah. you, were, you were pulling with that guy. Um, his name is Half Thor Bjornsson. This guy's six foot nine, four hundred pounds. Don, did you see this video? Yeah, I think it's the uh, that's like the main return when you look up Devin Lorette. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. like everything that comes up the mountain. Uh, kind of made you more of an international name outside of arm wrestling yeah it was just down the road at this little kids tournament it's great what a cool guy outdoor is very cool guy and oh my god i just saw a picture of him online just before coming on here he's over he's doing this some strongman event in europe he looks huge huge oh my god yeah, dude is a monster i mean Devin, you're a big guy you're what six foot five yeah yeah he's, 230 or something yeah yeah and this guy, he dwarfed you. And, you know, I was showing some people the video. And for people who don't understand arm wrestling and technique, from an outside, they're like, oh, he's going to lose. Like, how, how is he going to beat him? And, like, I know better. And um, it, it's amazing. It's, it's still an amazing feat. I mean, how strong did he feel to you, though? Um, luckily, I didn't have to do any deadlifts with him. <laughs> uh, arm wrestling is really weird. Uh, I find that the more specialized an athlete is in whatever field they're in, kind of the worst they will be at all other fields. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Like, uh, I found that most guys who are really, really at a very elite level in the sport that they're in, typically there's not a lot of carryover. And I I would include myself in this. Um, But when you're less specialized, you do a lot better in everything. Um, uh, so he wasn't as strong as some of the guys that have felt off the street. Uh, I'm sure he could be if he dedicated, like, he's obviously a great athlete, like super, super, he's got everything going for him, but great genetics. Uh, oh yeah. Right. Like he, whatever sport he wanted to do, I'm sure he'd be great at, um, but having arm wrestled, you know, tens of thousands of human beings in my life, uh, <laughs> The strongest people that I have ever arm wrestled are models. What? You mean like, like magazine? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about the flexing models. I'm talking about the guys who wear the clothes, you know, like, how's that possible? (laughs) I'm telling you, I've arm wrestled tons of people, uh, wrestlers, pretty strong, you know, uh, construction guys, pretty strong, Roofers. generous. <laughs> but if you're a male model, if you come up to me and tell me you're a male model, like 
every time you're steel. Every what time. The, what the heck is up with that? Like, yeah, that's got to be training, right? I don't know whether it's training or just general health or, you know, I think they're healthy people. It's, it's interesting. You know, I told this story. I was down in uh, Orange County. Uh, and there's a, a fight guy down there. Uh, I, was, I was Eric Paulson. Mm-hmm. You heard of him? Yeah, he's a, he's a great fight trainer. Mm-hmm. So I was down there fighting with him, and I told him the same story, and he said he had the exact same experience. So it's not it's not just you, not just me. And he said, but he said, it, I'm going to one up you. He said, there's one group that's even stronger, <laughs> and. And he said, but you probably don't have access to him, but I do because I'm here, I'm here close to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the porn stars. What? No. Get Strong, out of here. Strongest human beings on the planet. They're probably all juiced up. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. No, you want to get good at arm wrestling? I guess get into uh, porn. Or porno. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically like straight porn, gay porn, like fireworks porn, Probably midget porn. Straight- better i don't know <laughs> that's hilarious um that's wild Devin. um what are some like pet peeves like with the sport with you like misconceptions like like what's like a big annoyance with with you know people um coming up to you do you think that all arm wrestlers are like brutes and just like dumb because you're a really smart articulate guy uh i don't get a lot of i don't get a lot of stuff from i feel like most people that i talk to about arm wrestling are pretty open-minded it's, most of my issues that I have are inside the sport, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't really have a lot, like most people who come talk to me about the sport are generally very receptive and interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there is a little bit, but a lot less now than there used to be like ignorance about the sport. Like, you know, years ago I used to get, Oh, that's a real thing, but I don't get that so <laughs> much anymore. You know? like, I still no. get it the odd time, but most times, I mean, cause we're on ESPN and, TSN for the last few years, so Game of Arms. So people have kind of seen it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what bugs me is uh, is people try and shrink our sport sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, that bugs me. I want our sport to be more open. Like, uh, and, and, and I don't like – I don't – I like a very loose rule system. I like arm wrestling to be about you and me. And arm mm-hmm. wrestling is not – only about you and me. It's not. There's a third. There's a third. There's a couple people involved. It's not just you and me. Ref there, right? And and it's necessary. Like, but but I've I've played the game with a lot of different levels of that involvement. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I enjoy it when this guy has less power and we have more control. Mm-hmm. I like that more. But it that's just a style preference, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does the media sorry to jump in here does the media play into any aggravation with you like you know we talked briefly about repetitive questions and stuff like that is that ever a point when they're like you know getting in your face asking and you're like yeah i don't just stop <laughs> it, not not too bad um everything is going really the right direction right now in our sports so i'm really happy uh Sometimes people, it's like there's this blank form that you ask an arm wrestler, you know, like, and it's like very introductory and very routine. And sometimes you'll get that thing a lot, you know, you know, list your titles, list, you know, where did you start? What's your favorite move? How do you train, you know, and you'll get those a lot. 
And I know that I've personally answered those many times. And if you want to do the research, it's out, it's out there, right? So Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. It's the same thing actors complain about. They do a movie, and then they have to do press junkets for you know months afterwards. And you'll see them just crammed up in a room at a hotel answering the same seven questions for nine hours a day. And uh, some of them yeah, I've read before. A lot of them get on drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, some of them have said it's actually one of the hardest parts of their career. Yeah, coming down off uh, fentanyl right now. So, so um, Devin, I got a fun question for you. So um, your wife is an arm wrestler. So how, how did that story play out? Was she an arm wrestler when you met her, or did she fall in love with it because of you? Uh, <laughs> she's out there training right now. So, okay, so Jody and I met in high school. Uh, you know, um, so we've basically been together since high school. And awesome. I've been crazy about arm wrestling my whole life, okay? Um, like, we've been living together since, like, I don't know, 20 or something. 20, I don't know, 21, 22. I'm going to get it wrong, but... Basically, our whole adult life, we've been living together. And so hours of every single day of my life have been dedicated to going like this, right? <laughs> you know, and for the first, you know, probably 15 years, she was like, you know, even, even me winning like world titles, it was, it was, financially for her kind of like, I mean, she didn't really get it. Like, <laughs> like she just kind of thought I was kind of crazy, you know? <laughs> um, but, uh, she, she was into it. I kind of started to pull her into it a little bit. Uh, I started to make the rule. You're going to go to the tournament with me. You have to arm wrestle. This was like back in like, you know, probably like 2000 or something. And so she started to get into it at that point. But then we had our first kid, and she stopped arm wrestling. Mm-hmm. Understandable. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's a soccer player. She's always done lots of sports. Like she was uh, did lots of different stuff, but lots of soccer. Mm-hmm. And she blew her Achilles. Uh, no, not her, her ACL. She blew her ACL. Yeah, she blew her ACL. Like, I guess like four years ago now, three or four years ago. So it left this big void in her life, and. She comes up to me and she's like, I need something. (laughs) And she's like, and she told me, she's like, I think I'm going to start arm wrestling. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Like, are, you, are, are you ever worried about her like getting injured though arm wrestling because I've heard the guys, uh, people in general get their arms broken a lot or whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah, there are injuries. I mean, like I said before, like, Competitive sports are not really healthy. Like, I mean, you want to do recreational arm wrestling. Yeah, it's going to improve your life. And to a degree, yes, it will make you healthy. But there's a lot of management and stuff. It's not like doing yoga. And (laughs) it's not like going a good life, you know. Throwing darts. No. (laughs) Professional bowling. Well, maybe those guys get their injuries too. But it's it's certainly not recreational, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's a combat sport. Yeah, it is. So about... Four years ago, she bit in. Three, three or four years ago, she just she made the commitment, and yeah, she's all in now. It's crazy, it's, and now she's she's good. She's like a you know she's like a three or four year arm wrestler. So it's all starting to come together. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's really her head's starting to really get get into the sport. So yeah, yeah. yeah. can she uh, not have a better trainer than num- the number one arm wrestler in the world? <laughs> That's your husband, right? Because she kind of runs the house, so uh, oh. she's used to telling me what to do. And, <laughs> you know, one word there, I'm the boss. So. <laughs> Is that something? Now you said it's three to four years, so she's just getting good now. Is that indicative of that phrase that we hear a lot—that it's ten thousand hours to master something? Yeah, it really is. You know, I I normally like you see guys getting quick, good pretty quick nowadays. Like, uh, there's a bunch of guys that I've I've noticed. Like, <sighs> there are people who improve at different speeds, but I typically say around four or five years you start to really get a good picture. Like you start to get really confident around four or five years. Like you're not going to the table, not knowing what you're going to do. Like once you've been arm wrestling four or five years, you pretty much know what you're going to do. And then by the time you've been arm wrestling 10 years, you're pretty awesome. So this, this, this actually leads me to another question. Sorry, Dave. How is it like going from, amateur to pro like when you when you're hitting the circuits or whatever the case is i'm guessing you're just you know doing local tournaments where you pay you know a couple hundred bucks or whatever the case is and you just you know fight it out with the local boys what's the transition like from doing that and then finally getting like some sponsorship whatever the case is and actually ascending to the pro level yeah well it's quite a process right it's quite a journey i mean you can be a super strong guy like like beaten all your friends you're you are no doubt you are a tough dude and then you meet an arm wrestler right Mm -hmm. someone who actually does this and (laughs) when you have that moment it will blow your mind like like, (laughs) what is this because i it's like this for everybody you can't you can't even you, you can't even wrap your mind around it you're like why why am i so weak against this human being you know it's like, humbling it is i remember like uh so the first time i touched a real armrest i was like a, a 200 pound 210 pound kid off of a farm uh and i was training with weights i was working hard all the time i was a strong kid like mm-hmm. uh 18 years old uh met uh met this professional arm wrestler 165 pound dude <laughs> I could do nothing. Cleaned your clock? Nothing. Felt I could like steel, huh? I could do nothing. Like anything I tried to do, he was just, you know. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's definitely levels. Like you meet your arm, you meet your first arm wrestler, you get in the club, you're the weakest guy there. That's how it goes. You, you, you come in off the street, you go into the club, you're the weakest guy there. You show up at your amateur tournament. You know, if you're a stud, you might win a couple matches. Some guys win their first tournaments, you know. Love those guys, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and then, yeah, and then it's a slow climb. It's a slow climb. Is that, did you have to, to like go after sponsors yourself to maintain the, the payroll, to keep everything going, to keep committed in the sport? I, have, I know, I know in some of the sports, uh, that require sponsorship that I follow, they actually have to actively look for it. So I don't know if like winning tournaments was what got you your deals or if it was really more work on the back end, you know, emails, networking, arm wrestling is the most blue collar, easily accessible sport in the world. You can do it for probably less money than any other sport ever, right? (laughs) There's like basically zero equipment, 
most clubs charge no fees. Uh, they so, just want training partners, huh? Yeah, because we train each other, right? So it's it's a super super cheap sport to get into, mm-hmm. um, and 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 most guys. Uh, that, I mean, that, that's that's a big attraction, right? Um, I did not seek out any sponsors. I finally actually have just gotten my first set of sponsors just recently. Win Mobile. Win Mobile. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Congrats. Yeah. yeah congratulations. And, and Mark, so, um, and it's because it's because now with our exposure, you know, um, the sport is just growing now so that where it's worthwhile for, for bigger sponsors to start jumping on. And we're probably going to see more of that now. Like I have a feeling we're entering an era where, you know, we are as, as top arm wrestlers, most guys are going to start getting picked up. I'd love to see that. Um, now, Devin, do you wish this explosion would have occurred like five years ago or is this like perfect timing for you? Oh, I wish it happened, you know, before I was even born, but (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense. (laughs) You know, but, uh, yeah, this is great. I mean, great timing for me. I'm, uh, I'm in a good spot. I'm, uh, I'm close to being able to slow down in my in my regular career, so I'll be able to focus on this like full time. I want to be part of the development and and keep pushing as well, like you know, uh, in the administrative side of the sport. Like I want to set up tournaments, run tournaments, get it out there. So yeah, it's a great time. Is uh, do you find that uh, the competitors actually have much say in in the sport and how it's handled? Um, yeah, you know, we, we all have our voice. It's not always heard. Uh, there's a lot of conflict, right? And the thing is, we are always fighting. You know, if I say something, if I say, oh, I want this rule change, the immediate thought is Devin wants this change because it's going to be better for him. (laughs) Right? Which is not always the case. I mean, Maybe it is, and I just am so psychologically trapped in this game that I can't even see it. So you say the opposite. That's what you do. <laughs> Throw them off the trail. I think that when enough people are saying the same thing, it kind of gets heard. Um, in the past, a lot of the arm wrestling promoters have been arm wrestlers themselves. So they've been really in touch with the sport. We're in a very unique and very special time uh, in our sport where the people who are really leading and pushing our sport actually don't have a base in arm wrestling. The WAL, you know, the, the leaders in that organization, I mean, they're, uh, they're media guys, they're businessmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a very good grasp of the sport, but mm-hmm. they do take some input from time to time, mm-hmm. uh, but they have their own vision as well. You know, arm wrestling, you know, it's really just about whatever the system is, whatever, whatever you're being presented, you just got to, you just got to master it, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever they're offering, you know, you just got to, you got to, you got to, you can't, you can't, you can't change the world. Do, do you have to do any special dieting for this stuff? Uh, I pretty much eat anything i want <laughs> you have the dream job man. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving up podcasting i'm gonna go arm wrestle i'm out of here you know the bodybuilders they got it tough arm wrestlers you know 
And people talk about diet and sports a lot. And I've done a lot of different diets. And I, I, I feel with me, uh, I, can, I can eat almost anything. I do pay a lot of attention to my nutrition. But um, I can eat basically everything I want. And I normally sit at about 235 pounds. That's very normal for me. And the weight category currently that's being offered is 225. And so that's, I mean, I basically just have to think 225 and, and I'm there. It's, it's not a hard change for me. Um, and if I wanted to, I feel like if I, if I really wanted to be crazy and like, you know, eat like a bodybuilder and maybe do a little bit more cardio, I think I could even probably hit 195, but I don't really want to do that. You know, <laughs> not really. So I got a fun question for you, Devin. Um, what's the, the funniest or craziest story, like from being on the road or at a tourney? Like something just insane. That's a good question. Oh, man. You have to have seen That's some stuff. So I would imagine. That's so – there's so many. There's if you want to drop a couple, that's fine too. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people know this, but – so I'll tell you a funny story. Okay. Okay, so you guys watch Game of Arms? Yes. Right. The greatest show. I see a little bit of hesitation there in you. Get on, get, get on uh, iTunes. Check out. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I watch it. I love it. It's great. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, game 